0: love what I do. I mean, y'all love what you do. I love, yes. love what God created me. That won't everybody. I come today in the name of the Lord. Powerful and mighty name of God. To destroy works schemes tactics of the enemy y'all in a war Mm -hmm. Friday night was good y'all got some good information didn't you that's part of the war Mm -hmm. Mm. I'm going to let y'all figure that out don't be deceived amen y'all know I got like always two messages can I give y'all the side note first might not get nowhere kind of titled it who who did you worship today hmm because everybody ain't worshiping God i mm. been teaching y'all on doctrine, right? It's so important. Everything, the power is in the doctrine, he said. Jesus is the word. He is your doctrine. many of y'all ever been manipulated? Used. (laughs) But if you have the word, it's not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. How many of us are still being used by our past? I'm not even going to look up. Mm -mm. (laughs) Who likes to be used and abused? I mean, who's into that? (laughs) Who is into that? This ain't the service for that. This is not the place for that. So then, we must be lovers of truth then. Because truth can't manipulate you. See, the thing about truth, you have to be willing to receive it. How come we're so willing to receive a lie before the truth? How come it's easier to receive a lie than the truth? Oh, I know I'm in there right now. It's true. Oh, you better go ahead. She said, it's about the Father. Who is your Father? Jesus, my God. It's easy to receive a lie. But it's hard to receive the truth. Why? Okay, we'll establish that it's the Father, but why? Is it so easy, effortless to see a lie? Why do we feel comfortable with the lie? Mm, Teacher, but the truth for some reason offends us. What is the truth? The truth sets you free. The lie keeps you in bondage. Why is that? Can I take y'all on a trip? Okay, let me me help us with something right here because I got it. I got the answer for us today. Who did you worship today? Minister, do this for me. You know I like scripture. (laughs) I like to be scripture heavy like to be scripture fortified. I feel safe. <sighs> Amen, teacher. Clothed in it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hey, Rita. Free here. Get your worship on. Amen. Hey, go, go here real quick and show y'all something. Go to Revelation. You started off with Revelation. Go to Revelation, Amplified, chapter 2, 8 through 11. Hey, Carl is a minister. Uh, Carl is a uh, elder. Excuse me. Carl, is our stuff working? Yeah. Okay. This is the inside thing. All right. Y'all ready? Hunted? Okay. Man of God, you ready? Yes, sir. Let's go.
1: This is Revelation chapter 2 at verse 8. Yeah. And to the angel, the messenger of the assembly, the church in Smyrna, write, These are the words of the first and the last, who died and came to life again. Verse 9. I know your affliction and distress and pressing trouble and your poverty but you are rich and how you are abused and reviled and slandered by those who say they are Jews and are not but are a synagogue of Satan at verse 10 fear nothing that you are about to suffer Mm. Mm. dismiss your dread and your fears behold The devil is indeed about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and proved and critically appraised and for 10 days you will have affliction. Be loyally faithful unto death Mm. even if you must die for it and I will give you the crown of life.
0: This is the church of Smyrna. One of the few churches that he never, he didn't have to discipline or rebuke. But the key is right there. The secret is right there. The mystery is unveiled right before your eyes. If you could hear it. See, we, as the body of Christ, we, we're not sure. We're still lost. Pastors are still lost. The church is sometimes called upon to suffer terrible persecution. The church don't want to hear this. Y'all listen to this. This has always been true down through the history. And it was certainly true in Smyrna. The church was under heavy attack. Mm. Remember, the book of Revelation is a prophecy. The Bible even starts off when you read the book of Revelation, he said, There's a blessing when you read it. Test me, try me, it's there. Just reading it, you're blessed. We we, we don't know our doctor. The church was under heavy attack here. Smyrna was. From both the community mm, and the city officials. Hmm, Sound familiar, don't it? And there was even more on the horizon that they were going through. But note this the church was faithful to Christ and his mission. Ain't that us? Mm. The church was standing, standing fast for the truth against all attacks. This is what the church was doing. It was a church in which nothing was wrong. Think of that. This is a church that's under extreme persecution. And God could not find anything wrong. Under great attack. And no one wavered. (sighs) Y'all listen to this. Therefore. It was one of the few churches that Christ did not, as I said, had to warn. He didn't have to warn Smyrna. Smirner is a picture of just what a church should be. My God. Watch this. A dynamic witness. Wow. Wow. Oh, this is what they were. But it didn't come. Listen, it didn't come out of the fat church. It came out of the ones that were under persecution. Hmm. Jesus, my God. Schmittler is a picture of a church. How it should be. A dynamic witness for Jesus. Through all the circumstances. No matter what the trial. It is a picture of a church that loves the Lord enough. To stand up for him. Mm. Even when the community and family attacks its witness, where is that church today? Hmm. I surmise that the Lord, if He put this in my spirit, maybe He's speaking something to us. Hmm? Talking about doctrine. Y'all got this? So I'm gonna tell you about somebody who was a bishop at this church. Give y'all a little insight. How many of y'all ever heard of Polycarp? Look at that. See, this is one of the church fathers. Second century. See, we see see stuff we don't, history, stuff we don't know. Well, who is he talking about right here? Is that fictitious? I'm going to show you that it's not. Mm. Parley Carp was a second century Christian bishop. It's going to tie all in to uh, Easter. Mm. He was born in 69 A.D. in Smyrna. He died February 23rd, 155 A.D., Smyrna is in Turkey, modern-day Turkey. He was a martyr for his faith. He was martyred for his faith. Remember what this, what we just read? Watch this, Polycarp. Both Irenaeus and Tertullian, who ever heard of those? They were students, I know you did, they were students of Polycarp. I'm going to help y'all with that. Like, who is Polycarp? <sighs> Polycarp was a disciple, watch this, of John the Apostle. Y'all got it? So Irenaeus and Tertullian, they have, they have books too. You can study them too. This is a teaching ministry. Can I teach? Amen. All right. Those two were under Polycarp. Now Polycarp was a student of Paul and Paul but of John. John the Revelator, John. Polycarp was the bishop of the church of Smyrna. The apostle John ordained him as such. Polycarp was a personal student of the apostle John. Polycarp was a renowned teacher, teacher. He's a renowned teacher, mm, mm, mm. and he spoke with many people who had actually spoke with Christ. Now that's a now that's that's like me. Wow. That's like me telling y'all I talked to teacher. I mean that close. I'm telling you. Okay? Oh, Jesus, my God. This is what they said. When Polycarp spoke, it said that every other word was a reference teacher to scripture or verses. When he spoke, oh, God. watch this. I mean, imagine when, you know, people say, like, can you talk? We can't help but talk about, and scripture this comes up. This is how he talked. This is what the people were saying about him. Oh, watch this. Polycarp went to Rome to discuss the Passover. Mm, should it be celebrated? He went to, he went, listen to this. He went to Rome and the question was, should the Passover be celebrated? He, he went to the Bishop of Rome at that time and That was his name. Watch this. And it was an issue back then in 55 A.D. <laughs> about Passover. Easter. It was a situation even then. <sighs> he went to Antiochus, and he said that the celebration should be done on Nisan the 14th, regardless of the day of the week. And the bishop of Rome said the celebration, listen, they should celebrate it the first Sunday. Hold on, maybe y'all ain't get it. This is the this is the bishop of Rome. said that it should be celebrated on the Sunday, listen, on the first Sunday of Nisan the 14th, which involves the full moon and the spring equinox. So we had Passover when? Last what? See, if you look back just one more day, the day before that, it was a full moon. Oh, Jesus. I'm trying to, I'm going to help y'all with something, okay? I'm going to help us see something here. Whew. Am I right? Okay. Okay. I'm to help us see something here. All right. So guess what? They, they never agreed on when it should be done as it is today. But one thing they did say about them, they didn't lose their fellowship. Polycarp didn't lose their fellowship, and nor did that uh, Antetius. It said that they remained friends. They didn't agree, but they remained friends. Yeah. 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 Polycarp was martyred for his faith in 155 A.D. Burned at the stake. <sighs> <sighs> that didn't kill him. They had to stab him. Burn him at the stake didn't kill him. I'm going to help you all with something. Thank you. See, we don't even know our church fathers. We don't know anything about Tertullian and all these people. I'm trying to help you. I'm going to help you all. Watch this. He's he martyred then, right? He was one of the 12 from the church of Smyrna that were martyred. He would often speak of his conversations with people that he had with John. Watch this, teacher. But it was in harmony with Scripture. This is how he spoke. So can you imagine Jesus when he spoke all oh, Scripture? That's what we don't understand. Oh, my God. Parley Cop, y'all not ready for this. Parley cop life was with the utmost teacher of holiness. Mm-mm-mm. Watch this. You're gonna See, we don't understand the culture. So I'm going to help y'all with the culture right here. He was so honored. He was so honored by the people that he was not accustomed to putting on his own shoes. Y'all, y'all miss me. He was so honored by the people that he was not accustomed to putting on his own shoes. Because others would volunteer to do it for him, y'all, y'all miss it. He was—he walked in this holiness. I'm gonna help y'all with this. Right this. Watch this. When the officers came to arrest him in his home, guess what he did? He ran. No, he didn't. He immediately, teacher, offered them food. And in the very hour, he ordered that something should be before them to eat and to drink as much as they wanted. Now, this is the people coming to his house to arrest him and to kill him. Hello? I'm going to help y'all. I'm going to help y'all right now. So when they came to him, he offered them. Y'all ain't, heard it, y'all ain't heard the best yet. Watch this. And he offered them as much as they wanted to eat and drink. Watch this. As much as they wanted to eat. While he beseeched them to allow him an hour to pray without disturbance. I know you're coming to kill me. But I'm going to feed you. But I would ask, I would beseech you with, to allow me an hour to pray without disturbance. Y'all better hear this scripture. This is Polycarp I'm talking about right here. Listen to this. When they allowed him to leave, he stood and prayed. Okay, I got my hour. Now when they allow him to leave, watch this, he stood and prayed, being full of the grace of God, so that he could not, listen, listen, Cease for two hours. Two full hours, it said. Now we had three. Watch watch what happened. Watch this. So he could not cease. It's time to go now. And he stood up full of the grace of God. And he prayed again for two more hours. To the astonishment of them that heard him praying. Some of many who had come against him. A such a godly man. Such a respected and aged man. They began to repent. The people wanted to. Did y'all hear that? This is what prayer did. So the people that were coming against him. He prayed for another two hours. Those people would come and repent. The people wanted, watch this, the people wanted to imitate his death. He was burned at the stake. Can y'all imagine that? This is the church, he said, y- y'all missing it. I told you, this church, the key to them that God rebuking them or corrected them or warning them, is because they understood persecution. They were faithful. Through every trial and circumstance. You have a you have a chance to do the same thing. And he said, because of his faithfulness, he will now receive what? The crown of life. See the church don't want that one. Oh. Okay. Now, can I help us some more? See, That's designed for us to see us in our faith. And when you're going through what you're going through, you need to think about this. My God. Whew. Okay. Now, let's see what all this Easter talk is all about. Can I help us? Yes. Y'all know I'm going to go there. I have to. You'll be infected. All right. Here we go. Man of God, this is what I want you to do. Glory to God. Whew. In the King James, go to Acts 12, 1 through 4. Don't help us with some stuff here.
2: Help us, with,
0: help us with some stuff because we're missing. We're missing stuff. We're talking about doctrine, Right. All right, we always, you shouldn't be talking about nothing else. All right, go to that scripture.
1: This is Acts chapter 12, beginning at
0: verse 1. Hold on. So in the King James, like if it's title, you know how you got your titles. Let's, let's watch this. The title is Herod persecutes the church. OK. So we, we get into context right now. Now let's read one through four.
1: At verse one. Now, about that time, Herod, the king, stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. Verse two. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Verse three. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Mm. Then were the days of unleavened bread.
0: Stop right there. So for the people who say the feasts are done away with. For the people who say in the New Testament, they aren't there. It says that these were the days of what? Unleavened bread. So it can't be passed away. Right? People have been teaching y'all wrong. Sitting there writing in the word. Go ahead, continue. This way everybody get it. I'm gonna help you with this too.
1: At verse 4. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Pastor, yes,
0: it is. Easter is in the Bible. Some of y'all say that too. How many times do I got to tell y'all King James is a translation? Right? Okay. So (laughs) it's in the Bible. Hold on. Did it say that anybody was partying here? See, we're missing the context of the scripture when you saw the word Easter, people. Yeah, that's right. It is an eisegesis. Now watch this. So. What did they speak in Jesus' day? Aramaic. Most of the people. This right here is an Aramaic to English new translation. So how about we go back to the original and find out what was said? How about we go back to the English and find out what was said? Who are you worshiping today? I'm going to help y'all. So, this is, if you can see, you have the Aramaic text on the one side, at the left, and then you have the English here. Okay? I want to know, is it? Is it Easter? Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> you know, when you have a, a book, you have footnotes at the bottom, And they explain to you what's what? My God. (sighs) What about that word Easter? Mm. (sighs) And he seized him and placed him in prison and delivered him 16 soldiers to watch him. So that after the Pascha. Pascha, he might deliver him to the people of Jerusalem, right? Mm. Pascha. Then you get the Hebrew word Pesa, but it's, it's rendered Pascha. Pascha means, and Pesach means, Passover. The original text, that's what it says. In the original language, is what it says. Who going to come for me? So we have, and our doctrine, so we have, we have a have whole lot of people. It's Easter, it's Easter. I'm going to help you with Easter. It's not for now we discovered that it's not in the original text in the original language. Watch this. Uh, Passover is Aramaic Pascha, Hebrew Pesach. It was originally observed by the Jewish people. Right. That's what it says here. According to. The letter. By Jerome, it says this. That Polycarp. Watch this, y'all. Polycarp, this is this footnote. And if your footnote's are not credible, then your whole thing is wrong. It says that Polycarp, a disciple of Yokohan, which is, oh, John. Listen to this. Went to Rome in 147 CE to plead to the church. I told you earlier that he went there, right? To plead to the church. Not to, listen, to bring Ishtar, mm-hmm. Easter, into Christianity. Wow. This is from the original text. Wow. Deception is throughout the body of Christ. Polycarp, this is why he was killed. He went to the church to bring, listen, he said, to the church, not, and it's capitalized right here, not to bring Ishtar or Easter into Christianity. Yes. <laughs> There's so much in here. It's, so we got, that, we got that solved now, right? Okay. Can, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me show you something here. Watch this. See how the. See how we've been duped in our word? I told you, he used the word. If you don't know the word, he'll get you. Watch this.
3: Hmm.
0: Number one Easter is not even a festival. Easter is not even a festival. Easter or a star. It's a goddess. Oh, I'm gonna help y'all with something first. Hold on. Cause I'm, y'all gonna miss this. I'm a, you gotta see this. You gotta see this. Hold on. <laughs> Let me help y'all get your, with the backdrop before we go any further. Can I do that? Listen to this. Teacher, am I going okay? All right. Listen to this. Let's talk about, first of all, when we read that scripture and it talked about Herod, right? Right? Herod is persecuting the church at this time. Well, let's find out. The reason why we don't understand that scripture is because we didn't do the research in the background of the context of what was really happening with the persecution. Oh, yeah. So let's find out who this Herod is. OK, because okay, a couple of them. Watch this. Hmm. Watch this generational stuff. Herod Agrippa the This is interesting. He was the grandson of Herod the great. Who had tried to kill the baby Jesus by murdering all the children? Watch this. Then he was the nephew, this Agrippa, this one right here, is the nephew of Herod, listen, of Antipas. Who was the one that killed John the Baptist? Look at the family line. Look at the enemy on the family line trying to put out the enemy, put out the, the Messiah. Because we don't have the backdrop of who. This um, Herod is. Which one this is? Oh, he's the nephew of Herod Antipas. who's This is the one that killed John the Baptist. This Herod was born about 10 B.C. He was reared. Watch this, teacher. He was reared and educated in Rome. Watch this. See if y'all can follow this, right? He became king over Palestine and ruled between A.D. 41 and 44. He sought the popularity of the Jewish people. Watch this. By pretending to be a Jewish convert. See, the scripture going to make sense to you in a minute. We, we, but we teach it, this is what we don't do. He sought the popularity of the Jewish people by pretending to be a Jewish convert. He publicly kept the Jewish laws and feast. Don't, nobody, don't you let nobody tell you that the feasts are no longer needed. Because in the New Testament, listen, this king pretended to be a convert. To keep the feast. Okay, so now read this. Now, go back to that scripture, man
1: of God. Number four. And when he sees, look ahead. Verse four. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him. Intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Intending after Passover. Pesach.
0: Pascha So <sighs> Jesus my god So you see it, it can't be Easter because it's part of their feast that he was keeping Easter wasn't a feast it's not a feast yeah. Easter is a person Oh, watch this! Why the why the bishops and all the apostles and all these people don't know this? Y'all, y'all ain't ready. Y'all, y'all, y'all just hold on. Y'all, let me finish this. Watch this. He publicly kept the Jewish laws and feast. Seeking, watch this, the support and loyalty of the people. It was this that caused him to turn against the church. He was seeking the favor of the people. Their approval and loyalty. Herod was a shrewd politician. Wait a minute. He captured Paul, he captured Peter. He killed James. These were the Messianic Jewish people, right, 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 right. not the Pharisees. He wanted favor with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Okay. Okay. I, want a, I, want a, I want them. Watch this. So they would just do, he was just doing what the Pharisees wanted anyway. Who wanted to kill Jesus? So we're going to imprison their leaders, but I'm because I'm going to I'm going to do this. But I'm going to do what I'm going to do after, not Easter after Passover, because I told you I'm still keeping their traditions. I want their favor. See, we're missing it. We oh my God, who can, who can, who can? Watch this. He was a shrewd politician, able to maneuver and manipulate people to his advantage. You see that today. Watch this. For some time, the Jewish people had begun to turn against Christians, believers. The public misunderstood the teachings and the evangelistic fervor of the Christians. Mm. The idea of reaching out to Gentiles and converting the whole world, listen, to Christ was just unheard of. Go and teach and preach to all the nations. They didn't want to have that like today. Same thing going on today. (sighs) Apparently, a, a, a terrible animosity had built up against the Christian church. Herod sought to capitalize upon the animosity to gain more support and loyalty of the people by destroying the leaders of the church. See how the church, we got, we, soon we see Easter, it's all, it's Easter. We can do it. It's not even a thing. It's a person. Ignorant. Listen to this. I'm passionate about this. This is how he gets us. Darkness. Who did y'all worship today? I'm going to help y'all with this. He felt such action, listen, would gain their favor and help tremendously in maintaining the peace throughout Palestine, all of which would solidify his power and esteem to Rome. Oh, he went along. And, and I told you, we take a word and build a doctrine on it. Easter is not a festival. Easter is a person, it's a okay here we go. Now I'm gonna help y'all. Here we go right here. Easter, Ishtar, or Astara. It's mentioned in scripture by the Semitic name Astaroth. Astra, Or better known as the Queen of Heaven. This can't be Easter. It's not a festival. It's a person. It's very important because God has warned his people not to worship Astaroth, who is the consort of Baal. Consort meaning wife, husband, companion, spouse, or religious monarch. The Bible and, listen, the Bible and uh, many ancient texts. Can tell us a lot about this goddess. She was Nimrod. Y'all know Nimrod in the Bible in Genesis, right? Nimrod goes by a lot of rights. She was his consort. Watch this. Nimrod is the great hunter. See, you watch movies and you see the great hunter, and now you see movies with the elk, with the with the uh, with the uh, horns and all of that. That's Nimrod. Demons that you see with those horns, that's Nimrod. See, y'all ain't ready. Okay. Listen, he's known as Moloch. He's known as Zeus and Jupiter. Thousands of names. It just depends on the region. What they call him. So now Nimrod, queen. This is another name. Samun Amat. Samun Amat. Better known again as the Queen of Heaven, the Virgin Mother, Semiramis. And the Chaldeans described her as as the goddess Venus. And the Ephesians, yes, in the Bible, the Ephesians describe her as Diana. Y'all know Wonder Woman? That was their main export It's idols of Diana. And you'll see her with all these breasts all on her, when you see images of her. I'm going to tell you all what I'm doing. I'm going to destroy the works of the enemy. Y'all better be praying for me. If you don't know, all female goddesses reflect her in some way, shape, or form. Y'all hear me? Teach y'all how to watch TV okay. and not be programmed by it. Watch into this. Here we go. Wow. They all reflect her in some way in the ancient times and in the modern times today. The legend is this that she fell from the sky as an egg to signify her divinity. Y'all listen to me. <sighs> to the people, she performed a sign. Watch this. Mm. She performed a sign of her changing a hair into an egg laying bunny rabbit. She fell. She was an egg. She showed the people Watch this. I love what you said right there. Hold that right there. It don't make sense. But watch this. Y'all know what a hair is, right? It's a, it's a, it's a big one. Turn it into an egg-laying bunny rabbit. This act was adorned, it said, by her priest. And they used it, listen, they used it Mainly for fertility rituals. Hmm. Hold on. Y'all, y'all think I'm joking, right? I'm gonna help y'all with something. Go to Jeremiah. Y'all think I'm just making up stuff. You know, making nothing. Mm-hmm. Go to Jeremiah 7.18. Let's read this. She's fictitious. That ain't real. Hold
1: on. Ready? Jeremiah chapter 7 at verse 18. Reading in the Amplified Bible, the scripture reads, The children gather wood, the fathers kindle the fire, and the women knead the dough to make cakes for the queen of heaven.
0: Okay, that's where you get your hot cross buns from. That Catholicism does. Right? Or any other. Right? Ain't that right? They even got songs about it. No, this is fake. This is the, it don't mean anything. No, it's spiritual. We don't get it. See, it, it's designed to do exactly that. When you don't believe, you're deceived easily. Y'all see that, right? They still doing that too. day. Right? See the spirit? Okay. Men of God, go to Jeremiah 44. 17. Man, just read it until I tell you to stop.
1: Jeremiah chapter 44 at verse 17. The scripture reads, but we will certainly perform every word of the vows we have made to burn incense to the queen of heaven Mm. and to pour out drink offerings to her as we have done. We and our fathers, our kings and our princes in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then we had plenty of food. And were well off and prosperous and saw no evil. Mm. Verse 18. But since we stopped burning incense to the queen of heaven.
0: Hold on. To Easter. Mm-hmm. See how the translation is so wrong in the King James? It's not a festival. It's a person. Good.
1: Go ahead. And pouring out drink offerings to her. We have lacked everything mm. and have been consumed by the sword and by famine. Verse 19, and the wives said, when we burned incense to the queen of heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, did we make cakes in the shape of a star to represent and honor her and pour out drink offerings to her without the knowledge and approval of our husbands? Mm. Verse 20, then Jeremiah said to all the people, to the men and to the women and to all the people who had given him that answer. Verse 21, the incense that you burned in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, you and your fathers, your kings and your princes and the people of the land, did not the Lord earnestly remember your idolatrous wickedness? And did it not come into his mind? Verse 22, the Lord could no longer endure the evil of your doings. And the abominations which you have committed, because of them, therefore, has your land become a desolation and an astonishing waste and a curse without inhabitants as it is this day. Come on. Verse 23. Because you have burned incense to idols and because you have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord or walked in his law, Stop.
0: Do you think he's changed since then? He has not. And what we do and call it worship? He has not. Has he changed that? He changed his mind. It doesn't mean anything anymore. I am the Lord thy God. I change.
1: change. Not. Come on, man of God. Come on. You have not obeyed the voice of the Lord or walked in his law and in his statutes. And in his testimonies, therefore, this evil has fallen upon you as it is this day. Verse 24. Moreover, Jeremiah said to all the people, including all the women, hear the word of the Lord, all you of Judah who are in the land of Egypt. Thus says the Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, you and your wives have both declared with your mouths and fulfilled it with your hands. Mm saying we will surely perform our vows that we have vowed to burn incense to the queen of heaven stop
0: just like people when you try to tell them what they're doing they do what they've made up their minds that we will continue
1: yep
0: do y'all see it this is what they're still saying today When you try to tell somebody what they're doing and what they, about Christmas and all these things, this is what happens. This is what they're saying. God is not playing with us. You're going to be without excuse. Come on.
1: We have vowed to burn incense to the queen of heaven. We vowed to do this. And to pour out drink offerings to her. Surely, then confirm your vows and surely perform your vows
0: didn't he say everything was desolate? Everything was taken away. Yep. We pro- we didn't. We prospered first. Now we didn't. Pro- now we're gonna do it again. Come on.
1: If you will defy all my warnings to you, okay, then by all means go ahead. <laughs> Ooh, that's the an answer for some people. Then by all means go ahead. you right. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Go ahead. Verse twenty-six. <laughs> Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah who dwell in the land of Egypt. Behold, I have sworn by my great name, says the Lord, that my name shall no more be invoked by the mouth of any man of Judah in all the land of Egypt, saying, as the Lord God lives. Mm. Verse 27, Mm -hmm. behold, I am watching over them for evil and not for good. And all the men of Judah who are in the land of Egypt shall be consumed by the sword and by famine until there is an end of them, Mm. and they are all destroyed. Verse 28, yet a small number who escaped the sword Mm. shall return out of the land of Egypt to the land of Judah. And all the remnant of Judah who came to the land of Egypt to dwell temporarily shall know whose words shall stand. My God. Oh. Mine or theirs? Oh, which line are you in? See, the
0: line has been drawn. But go ahead and do your little pagan worship. You go right ahead and do it. Watch what happens. Go ahead.
1: Verse 29. Hold on.
0: A lot of times when people are telling some of the other things, when people say, why you don't do Easter, why you don't do Christmas, why you don't do all these other things. You listen, don't just tell them you don't. Tell them why. Okay. Tell them why. You don't. That's why this is, these teachings are so good, because now you got information, Amen. scripture to back you up. All right. He, this is it right here. Come on. Let's do it. Verse 29.
1: And this will be the sign to you, says the Lord, that I will punish you in this place, so that you may know that my words will surely stand against you for evil. Verse 30. Mm. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will give Pharaoh Hophra, king of Egypt, into the hands of his enemies. And into the hands of those who seek his life, just as I gave Zedekiah, king of Judah, into the head of Nebuchadnezzar.
0: You can stop right King now. of Babylon. Yeah. All right. King of Babylon. Keep that word. So, this, that's powerful, right? And listen to this. I, I got to move on. We can come back. But listen. God ended Nimrod's life right at the Tower of Babel, right? Now, watch this. He died. Now, Semiramis or Esther or Ishtar, or Osiris, right? She, she, she's still here. Now, what happened was, I told you she's called what? The virgin mother. So her claim is that Nimrod impregnated her after his death. Y'all following the story? And they had a child. And the child name was Tammuz. And the child name was Sol Invictus. See, and the child, see, this is what you see with the Madonna and Jesus in the Catholicism, right? That's not Jesus, y'all. That's not Jesus that you see. Okay, all right. So watch this. So she has a child, and then she has him, and he, he lives for like, 40 years and he's killed by a wild boar. Now watch this. Now, Ishtar, her consort, guess who her consort is? Tammuz. She married her own son. Now, Tammuz gets killed by a wild boar. Right? But I want to show y'all something real quick. Minister, go to Ezekiel. So y'all won't think Pastor making up this. Go to Ezekiel 8, 14 and 16. Amplified.
1: Ezekiel chapter 8 at verse 14.
0: Y'all alright? Y'all following? I'm almost there, teacher.
1: Then he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the Lord's house. And behold, there sat women weeping for Tammuz, a Babylonian God who was supposed to die annually and subsequently be resurrected. Hold on.
0: What that sound? He died once a year and resurrected. Hold on. Tammuz was born in the winter solace. The winter solace is what? December the 25th. Jesus, my God. Go come, come, come ahead, finish reading, man. man verse
1: 15. Then, then said the Spirit to me, Have you seen this, O son of man? Yet again you shall see greater abominations that they are committing at verse 16 and he brought me to the inner court of the Lord's house and behold at the door of the temple of the Lord between the porch and the bronze altar were about 25 men with their backs to the temple of the Lord and their faces toward the east and they were bowing themselves toward the east and worshiping the sun
0: This is where you get your sunrise service that you see the church doing. This morning. Same thing going on. Ain't nothing changed. Come, I'll show you even more abominations. What they're doing in the church. He ain't outside the church. He's in the synagogue. He's in the temple. This is what's going on because of our doctrine. When you don't have right doctrine, this is what you do. You create your own God. But look, ain't it following right? We still do It's a spirit. The church is still doing the same thing. They don't want to be your friend when you tell them this. Did you finish it? Man of God, you did, right? You finished it. Listen to this. Tammuz was a son of God, right? I told you Nimrod was the chief one. He's the chief God now when he died. And what happened is when he died, when they, 70 nations got disputed, uh, dispersed, they, they took parts of his government with them and built upon that. Watch this. Tammuz was killed at the age of 40. By a wild boar, right? So to honor his life, worshipers of the ancient Babylon mystery religions would mark their foreheads with a T for Tammuz. Like you see the Catholics do and certain Christians and call it Lent. Ain't no such thing. Do y'all see the spirit of deception throughout the body of Christ? Mm-mm-mm. Watch this, teacher. Watch this. They keep it on there for 40 days, right? Y'all know fat twos and all that, all that part of this junk. Okay? Watch this. Like you see the captain the Christian do now, right? And they call it Lent. For the first 40 days of each day, of each year, listen, of his life, they fast. And it would end on the first day of the week at sunrise. Better known as Easter. Istar. My grandmother was a uh, Methodist and she did sunrise service every year. But this is what's happening. This is how we are deceived. I'm almost finished teaching. Watch this. Uh, this is important to hear. This is important for people to hear. Now listen to this. So remember, baby Tamus. Who had grown to be 40 years old, the faithful would break their fast by eating swine. What do they serve on Easter? Ham. Y'all missed it. They would break their fast. The faithful would break their fast by eating swine pig because a watch this, because a swine caused his death. So a lot of times in countries, they they eat the heart of their victims. spiritually, so they get their power. So this is the representation. See how we just don't know. And then you got the other ones who just do know and don't care. But I tell you what, God absolutely cares. I told y'all, know the origins of the things that you do, especially for God. It don't mean nothing. The scripture says it not mean a whole lot to him. I'm almost finished. So eating the swine was a sacred rite to be done on Esther or Istar, right? Sunday. This is why people eat ham, as I told y'all. <sighs> told you they ate ham because it caused, that boar caused the death of Tammuz. Watch this. This is, what, this is where I'm ending it. Early that morning of the sunrise service, this is what was going on with the priests of Ishtar or Easter. Hmm. This is what they would do. They would impregnate virgins on the altar of Ishtar and Easter. Did y'all hear what I said? And on the opposite side, watch this, y'all. And on the opposite side, this is what they were doing in the altar. They were impregnating uh, virgins. And on the opposite side of the altar, watch this. On the opposite side of that altar, priests would slay three-month-old babies that had been, watch this, had been born from the previous year. Celebration. And offered them to the deity Ishtar or Easter. I told you, Easter is not a festival. It's a person. Watch this. Here we go. They would offer those three-month-old babies that had been Previously that year celebrated and they were conceived then and born to the altar of Ishtar or, 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 or Astaroth. The priest would then dip. Eggs. That was sacred to Ishtar. into crimson blood. And to the crimson blood of the infants. As an in ancient fertility rite. To bring fertility and to bring ring for the coming seasons. And these were the abominations God had warned him about. So no, it's not harmless. It's not harmless. But it's what it represents when you send your kids on these things. And the church is doing it. This is what it represents. How ignorant are we? I surmise we do not know our God. We do not know who did your worship today, is my question. This ain't my opinion. The scripture said this. Is anybody want to receive the truth of the word? This is the word of God. This is what he expects. Your ignorance. Keeps you in captivity. Your ignorance will get you sent to hell. You're choosing. How a Christian don't know this? How a Christian. You just do a little research yourself. You could just start with the word Easter. Oh, teacher standing up. There you know what that means over now. Okay. Hey, teacher. I, I, I know y'all, listen. This, this is the best resurrection <laughs> sermon you could ever have. The truth. We already know he rose. Now let's get busy about his work. Amen? Amen? Amen. I hope this was helpful. Hey, teacher. I guess I better go sit down. Trying to wind it down. I was trying to work on my closing.
3: Thank our creator for the engrafted word of God. Amen. Amen. I believe through the great unveiling of the teaching today, is that it's definitely for us to see that we were not seeing and beholding our Creator. This is something has the enemy has infiltrated into the body of Christ since the conception of the ascension of Jesus Christ. He has infiltrated in the minds of those who would decide to follow Christ. He would include an element that will cause you not to experience eternity. This is why we find it difficult to be a Christian. This is why you find it difficult not to be of the Church of Smyrna because you have not experienced Eternity. We tend to have experienced other gods, these pagan events. If you really stop to think about it, and just not even spiritually, naturally, that it just Across the world, everyone is doing the same thing around a certain season, including the food, including the clothes, the, the festivals, the different things that they, that's associated with the event. And the event does not draw you closer to experience God. So why are we doing it? And then we feel that we are taking something away from our children when we don't, look, continue to pass on the tradition of men. But we are a Bible-based study ministry. I believe one of the highlights to walk away with is that you must become a student of the Word of God. Uh, Minister Shamir, this is really quickly. We thank everyone for joining us today, those who are streaming as well. Those are here, thank you, thank you for always your sacrificial seed that you give to advance the kingdom of God. We thank you for that. But we also want to just share with you how we are moving forward. We are growing in the intercessor. Those who actually was a part of uh, Let's Pray, they went out and they evangelized. Minister Shamir, intercessors, all who were there. Can you just come up? I need, I need the people of God to if you could give them a highlight of the, what happened yesterday and the great necessity, because if this is not what you're doing, we have to be intentional about advancing the kingdom. Go ahead. Come on in. Advancing the kingdom of God. This is why pastor, even we've getting the wrong. What is the, what is the prophetic? What is the gift things? What, what is the move of God? This is the move of God. This is prophetic. The word of God. This is why, Pastor, we we miss, like you said, a lot of times we're looking for these signs, the dust, and we're looking for to hear. Look, that where we've been also trained, the enemy knows you have itching ears. But it's not. Yes, part of your doctrine. But it's not the ear to hear the voice of God but itching ears of things would move your look your emotions so we miss so many miracles we miss the voice of God because the enemy has infiltrated from the time of the conception of Christ's ascension that you would not experience eternity that when you hear the word Jesus, that you're not moved and you can't respond because you can't respond to eternity because you've been trained to respond to the world.
2: Hey, everybody. Can you go through the pictures? I thank you. Um, so just to make it real quick, um, I was able to make a connection with a Korean pastor who owns a beauty supply store. Um, this happened like four years ago. We were just talking about Korea, because I lived in Korea for like a year, but we just started talking about different places. So I'm to find out he was a believer and he was like, he was leaving and he was coming back. So when he came back, it's been like four years ago, um, and I just saw him about six months ago. And so he began to tell me about some things he was experiencing with violence um, in the area which means if it's there because this is up the street from our ministry, it's here too. And so um, he texts me a lot of times to tell me, you know, if something's going on, if he meets another believer who needs prayer. He's a man of prayer. He has the Holy Spirit, and he just loves people. Um, He said God had placed on his heart for him to sow into a ministry. So he knows that sometimes, you know, I do kids' hair and things like that. So he said, I have a box of hair supplies for you whenever you need it. So he gives us hair to do. You know just outreach stuff so he told me he said this year i'm doing a prayer station i do it two times a year he was like i would love for your ministry to come the evangelism team went earlier one time and we met him and we prayed in his store our minister adam prayed for him so this time he asked us to come and he said you know whatever you guys need i'm gonna have it out there just set up right outside of my store and so we went outside the store and as we were out there i'm um, just walking through different acts of kindness was happening i'm sorry super small we'll make it big on um but um different acts of kindness um people from the ministry were basically helping people with their groceries um, just this spreading love to people, loving on people, um, I believe it was a divine connection even for our intercessor because there was a woman who was there who actually was an intercessor for, at her church for years, and her grandson died, and so she lost her intimacy with God because of death and she had been trying to fight her way back fight her way back and he asked could we pray for them so it was awesome that minister fee we all prayed for her minister fee got to love on her because that was one of the things minister fee said i want to connect with some other intercessors that don't you know necessarily go to our ministry so it's like even still what we have other people need and we end up meeting veterans um who stayed in veterans homes who said they were coming to the ministry? Um, one of my big prayers was about the trailer park area over there. So, been trying to find a way, God. How? How? Who do we connect with? So a lady walking out, we give her the um, the stuff from the ministry. And she says, oh, yeah, I live right across the street over there in the show Park." I said, wow, I said, I've been trying to find a way in. Like, how do I do this? So she said, well, the kids there, if you can go to that bar that's right around the corner. She said, you know, it's mixed people they're black, white, whatever. She said, they a little rough. And I was like, oh, no, I'm from D.C., I'm going to be good. She was like, oh, then you'll be good. So she was like, she said, if you can get to them, she said, all the kids over there, they'll come here, they'll whatever. So she said, yes. Yeah. She said, I'll come and visit your ministry. She said, I'll be praying for y'all too. And it was just like um, something that we've been asking God for. So the main thing is this was here in Virginia Beach. Um, When I got home, he texted me and said he wants us to do it again. So I'm meeting with him tomorrow. Um, as well as there's some things in Norfolk too for the ministry to do. So it's just to keep the prayers going and how important it is for us to work together. Because... The, the evangelist needs the intercessor. We all need each other. And so I really need, we really need their prayers. So, we're, And she went a day ahead. She, she had pain in her body, and she still went a day ahead to go pray around the area. And she still was out there praying. So to cover our intercessors, her intercessor star, because... Have, we gotta bring the people in. There's no point of us getting all this word and nobody else is getting it. So I'm excited about the future for everybody volunteering, doing outreach. The people who could, couldn't come, there will be another opportunity. The people who were there, thank you. Praise God for y'all. Y'all don't know how much he loved y'all. Like he, That's him in the picture um, with the Adidas Jack, Adidas shirt. And um, so I'm praying that I'll invite him here. We have an event so he can meet you guys because he's a Korean pastor and he's the worship leader. And he has like a big heart. and He just loves. So thank y'all. Oh, also, I forgot one thing. On the way out, I will be asking for shirt sizes for families. I'll be outside. I just need your name and how many sizes you need and who's in your family, like if it's for kids or something like that.
0: Thank you. Amen. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. Y'all keep them covered. In the name of Jesus, come on. Let's bow our heads right now. Father, we bless you. We give you glory right now. Father, we honor you with this day, Father. We thank you for all the benefits. We thank you, Father, for what you did on the cross. We thank you for rising, Father. Thank you for... Allowing us to hear and know the truth. To hear and know the truth, Father. Now my prayer tonight, Father, is that we become extremely obedient to your word, your will, to the things of the kingdom. We bless you, Father. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem as well. We thank you for the young people that we have, Father. Father in our grasp right now, and I ask, Father, for help to help them this generation, Father. We repent if we haven't done what we are supposed to do for them, Father. But we make room now. We trust your leading for these young people, Father. We bless you right now, Father. Thank you for healing in our bodies, Father. Thank you for us being COVID-free. I thank you right now, Father. That if you so desire for us to be the church of Smyrna, Father. That we will stand together in unity. And be continue to be a powerful, a genuine witness of Christ. In this time right now. So I thank you. I bless you. I give you glory, Father. It's in Yeshua's name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen and amen. Shabbat shalom.